there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher, with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. Today, we are going to be studying English together. So I want you to think of this episode as a private English lesson with me. So for our lesson today, you are going to need some paper and a pencil or a pen or something to write with. So pause real quick, grab those, and then come back. Before we begin, I have a special favor to ask. If you're listening to this podcast, please take a moment and subscribe. I'd really, really love it if the Can Learn English podcast could be featured in the education language learning section of the iTunes chart in Canada. One way it'll get featured is if you subscribe and review. If more of you do this, then we'll be able to reach more students, which helps me to be able to continue to make this free podcast for you every single week. Okay, are we ready? You have some paper and hopefully a pen or a pencil. Today, we are going to be learning about memory and how you can improve yours so that you can become a better English speaker and reach fluency faster. I'm going to talk a little bit about memory, and then we're going to look into one of my favorite memory techniques, and then we're going to do an activity. And that's what the pen and the pencil are for. So first, let's talk about memory. Do you know what memory is or how it works? Most of us think that people are born with good memories and some of us aren't. But this isn't true. Memory is a skill that you can train and become even better at. But we're going to talk a little bit about that later on. So memory is defined as the processes that are used to acquire, store, retain, and later retrieve information. You use your memory in many different ways. You remember facts or words differently than how you remember to ride a bicycle or play a musical instrument. Our memories also allow us to recall or even relive certain events. So if I asked you to close your eyes and remember your first day of school, or another thing, maybe your last birthday, that's a little more recent, I'm sure you can recall these memories with some degree of detail. Some of us might have more details than others, but we can all look back into the past and remember something significant. There are three major processes involved in memory. You have encoding, storage, and retrieval. I like to think of this as a computer. So when you are working on a file and you need to save it, your computer will encode the file store it somewhere on its hard drive, and then retrieve it again when you want to use it. Like any other mental skill, memory can be trained and improved. A very practical method to improve your memory is association. Association includes connecting two things by linking one thing with another. This technique helps us because it allows us to remember new information by putting it into a context. When you attach meaning to new information, you make a better memory connection in your brain. Now on to my favorite memory technique. I love this memory technique and I've used it 
many times throughout my life. I started using it when I would study in high school. I used it all through my post-secondary studies. And if I have to learn something new now, I also like to use these. And these are mind maps. So you might have heard of mind mapping as a study technique. This is a diagram that organizes information around a single topic or central idea. But in mind maps, you don't use long sentences. You use keywords, short phrases, uh, images even, and you can use different colors to highlight specific parts on the map and to make it more memorable. Mind maps will help you improve your memory, showing you individual pieces of information that have relationships with other pieces of information. So this kind of works with this association that we talked about earlier. When you make a mind map, you assign meaning to what you're learning and connect them with knowledge that you already have. So this will help you to memorize new information and store it in your long-term memory. So we are going to make a mind map together. So I want you to grab your piece of paper and something to write with. And we are going to do this on the topic of money. So when you're making the mind map, you will write the word money in the center of the paper. I usually like to do this in landscape form uh, instead of portrait form. So you have more place to write and to branch out with your mind map. So take the word money and write it down and place a circle around it. And now we are going to brainstorm some vocabulary that has to do with money. So you will draw a branch from the word money and I think we will start with the word bank. So when I think of money, I think about going to the bank. So from there, we're gonna branch off further. So what are some other words that we could think of when we think of the word bank? So when I think of bank, I think bank account. So a lot of us have a bank account. So from bank, you're going to draw a little branch and write the word account. Now we can think about the word account and think of some words that are associated with account. So usually there are two different types of accounts. You'll have a savings account or a checking account. So I'm going to write down savings and checking. Some other things that you might think about with account or are online. A lot of people have an online account, so you can write the word online. And this is not maybe something that you might know, so this is some new vocabulary. I'm gonna write down overdraft. So if your bank account goes into overdraft, you have withdrawn more money than you actually have. So you will have a negative balance in your account. And a lot of banks, at least in Canada, have something called overdraft protection. So you can overdraft a certain amount, maybe $50, $100. It depends on the bank. Okay, so back to our word bank. So there's lots of other terms that we can think about when we think about the word bank. I have ABM, which is an automated banking machine. So I've written that down with a branch in a circle. And what are some words we can think of when it comes to a ABM, so an automated banking machine? What do you put in an automated banking machine? You put a card, 
right? You have your bank card, you put that in. You also will have to enter your PIN, your personal identification number. And then what's a word that you would use to describe an ABM? I would say quick or convenient. And I have one more term uh, that's going to branch off of bank. And oftentimes when people go to the bank, they're going to ask for money. So they're going to ask for a loan. So what are some things that we think of when we think of the word loan? Well, we can think of the opposite of loan or lend, which is borrow. And what types of things do people usually borrow or what types of things does the bank normally loan money for? That would be something like a mortgage. So I have mortgage written down. And of course, with lending and borrowing, there's always risk involved because sometimes, you know, the person might not pay in full all of the money back to the bank. And I also think about the word rate. So usually there's an interest rate or a loan rate. So when you borrow money, you're going to have to pay interest as well. So that would be another good one to add, interest. Okay, so as you can see, when you look down at your piece of paper, we have a nice little branch with the word bank. And then we have off of the word bank, we have account, ABM, and loan. And then there's lots of other vocabulary attached to that as well. So let's think of another word that we associate with money. I have written down cash. Oftentimes, money isn't just stored in a bank. We also have cash, so physical money. So from that, we can think of some words that we would associate with cash. So I have things like notes because we have banknotes, which is the paper or polymer money that is available. I'm sure you can think of another one here, coins or change. Oftentimes people won't say, do you have any coins? We'll say, do you have any change? So loose change. You can also write that down. And sometimes you'll get a discount if you pay with cash. So I wrote down the word discount. And when I think of the word discount, we can take this one further. Usually you get a discount if there's a sale. And this usually has to do with shopping. So I wrote that down as well. Another thing that makes me think of money is the dollar, right? So not as in cash, but as in the actual currency, the dollar. So I wrote down dollar. And then of course, when we think of dollar, we say usually say currency. And I said American, because often we'll talk about the American dollar or of course, the Canadian dollar. I also put down exchange rate. So I'm sure if you are living in Canada and you're from somewhere else, you might always be thinking about the exchange rate if you're sending money home or if you have bills to pay in your other country, you look at the exchange rate of the dollar. And we're gonna do one more branch off and this is an association with money, with the root word we have money, and that is rich. So usually people with a lot of money are rich 
or another word for this would be wealthy. So when I think rich or wealthy, some words that we could branch off are millionaire, someone who has millions of dollars might be a millionaire or a billionaire. I also put down CEO because usually people who have a lot of money come from these types of jobs. They usually own companies. I also put entrepreneur. So people who start their own companies can get quite rich or become quite wealthy. And here's another good piece of vocabulary that you might not use on a frequent basis, and that is venture capitalist. (laughs) So that made me think of someone who is rich, someone who has so much money that they can just use it to invest in other businesses and hope to become rich, even more rich, actually. And then when you think of a country that is rich. So if we're going to talk about a country that is very wealthy, they usually have lots of resources. So I added this as well. So if you followed along with me, you should have quite the nice uh, mind map here all about the word money. And this is a way that we can learn new vocabulary. And of course, having A vast vocabulary is a big part in reaching English fluency. So now my assignment for you is to make your own mind map. So the topic I'm going to assign you is transportation. So I want you to write transportation in the center of a blank page and think of a way that you can build a mind map around that. So you might think of the different types of transportation, the reasons why people use transportation. Those are just a couple tips. And if you would like to show me your mind map, I would love to see it. You can tag me on Instagram. So if you upload a picture into your stories or on your feed, just tag me at English, and then I can check out your mind map. And I'm also going to share my mind map of transportation with you on my website. So if you go to the episode number 51, because this is episode number 51 of the podcast, then you'll see that I've uploaded a photo of my mind map. So you can compare what I've done to what you've done and see if your vocabulary matches up. As always, I love reading your listener reviews. So if you enjoyed this podcast or if you're enjoying all of the podcasts, please let me know in the reviews. And if you are not using the Canadian iTunes, I might not see it if you're in a different country. So you can also just send me an email and let me know that you reviewed it and where you reviewed it from. And then I can go take a look. And one final reminder, if you haven't already, you can still enroll in my free English course called Next Level English. This is where I teach you how you can use a podcast and listening and audio clips to improve your English. So if you'd like to join, you can go to canlearnenglish.com forward slash free dash course. Again, thanks so much for listening and until next time. Bye-bye.